Hello, hello, Ashley here, back with episode 68 of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. And today we are talking about the age old problem in business and life of starting and stopping and how it is killing your momentum and keeping you stuck. Don't worry, we're not just gonna talk about how it's doing that or what the problem is. I'm going to give you tangible, actionable solutions. So if you have ever struggled with starting and stopping and keeping up your momentum and you find yourself every year kind of in the same spot, whatever level that you're at, This episode is definitely for you. Before we hop into it, I wanted to let you know if you are listening to this on Wednesday, February the 8th, tonight is the last night where you can access the paid in full bonus on Social Seller to CEO Academy 3.0, which is fire. You get a 60 minute one-on-one call with me and five business days of Voxer Messenger coaching for follow-up additional questions, things that we don't tackle within the session. And you can use that at any time during the 12 week program. And so if you are someone who knows about the program and has been waiting this last, well, I guess it's only been 24 hours, make sure that you sign up and get that bonus before tonight. If you're listening to this afterward, enrollment for Social Seller to CEO Academy 3.0 closes on the 24th of February or when all spots are taken and they're going quickly. So I would not wait until then. Okay, let's get into this episode. I'm so stoked to talk to you about this. Hello, Mavericks. Hope you're doing well. Happy Wednesday, unless I get this out on a Tuesday, but happy Wednesday, more than likely. This is episode 68 of the Maverick Mompreneur podcast. I am your host, Ashley, and I'm so glad that you're here. I am recording this about a half an hour before I need to go and pick up Taylor, so I might need to take off my podcaster hat, put on my mom life hat, and then come back and record a second part because I have a lot to say to you about a couple of topics. This started out as wanting to do an episode for you about starting and stopping my thoughts on that and how it really, really slows down our momentum and why, and then some alternatives, some parallels, analogies, all kinds of fun stuff. And then as I was thinking through what I wanted to tell you, there were a couple of other ideas that popped up. So I'm going to free flow a little bit today. It's been an interesting last week. It's been really hard, really good, and a really good hard reminder that sometimes the impact that we can create through our business is the time that we have in our lives because of the business model that we have and the time freedom that we have to create impact in our four walls or to create impact with those who are closest to us in life offline, our communities. And this last week was a real reminder of that. And we hear words like impact and income, and I say them all the time. And I think sometimes without stopping to slow down and think about what that really means and why we are chasing after income that can help us to create impact and vice versa, it loses its power 
And it's so powerful having time freedom to be able to give to others when maybe someone else who has a nine to five job or has more demanding, not more demanding hours, but less flexibility doesn't have the same ability to show up for someone as you may with your business and your flexibility. That is huge. And it's not to be taken lightly. And I was reminded of this last week when I was able to really step in and help out dear friends of mine. And it was such a blessing to me to be able to do that and such a reminder of why I'm passionate about teaching other female online entrepreneurs. The business model that I have, ways that I create revenue and all the things because it really does allow me to create impact in more ways than one. I just got excited all over again for the launch of Social Seller to CEO, which we just opened for enrollment on Monday. There are some spots left, so make sure that you check out the information on the sales page. That's easy to remember because it is socialsellertoceoacademy.com. But it just seemed like all the stars were aligning. But I was talking to Jody, who is my team member. It's just she and I, and that's the way I like it. I was talking to her and she said, gosh, you've got to do a podcast episode on this particular thing I was talking to her about. And that is the last few months in business uh, because of the economy, because of some personal things, because of business decisions that I made, pivots, realigning, disaligning all of the things. The last few months in my business were lower than I've experienced since launching. So I had the blessing of launching my online mentorship and coaching business and had two six-figure years in a row. And then although last year wasn't desperate times and I came pretty close, I definitely had a quarter four that was not what I expected and anticipated it to be because of all of the above reasons. And I'm still noodling through all of that, but it got a little bit scary and it got to the point where I think many people would have quit. But because I've done so much work over the past couple of years on mindset and because I have gone through so much and come out on the other side and seen what happens when you don't quit and you continue doing the work and you continue to show up for yourself and other people powerfully, I know what happens. And so I'm comfortable doing that. And lo and behold, I knew there's this visual. So let me back up. There's this visual and I hope you can track with me here, but it's a line. So if you imagine like an X, Y axis, this would be the X axis there's a line and underneath that line, it says where most people stop and it stops about halfway across the page. And then parallel to that X axis, there is another line and right at the end point of the first line I mentioned, it upticks in a slope upward, indicating momentum, indicating growth. And that is often when most people stop before the momentum starts. And I'm experiencing that this month hardcore, and I'm going to tell you more about it, but this reminds me of my favorite analogy, and it's the popcorn analogy. And I used to send this when I was team building and social selling, I would send this to my team because it's always true in any endeavor that you undertake. If you think about a bag of popcorn, we put the bag of popcorn into the microwave for three minutes on average, sometimes less, sometimes more. When we push start on that microwave, the microwave is applying the same amount of heat, the same amount of radioactive waves, if you really want to 
think about what's going on in there, but it's applying the same amount of heat pressure work, if you will. During the first minute though, if you looked in on the first minute of that popcorn popping process, there is nothing happening with the popcorn bag whatsoever. It's just still no activity, nada. In the second minute, same thing, literally nothing, like nothing at all that we can see. Third minute starts out and not much is happening there either. And it's not until the last 20 to 30 seconds that all of a sudden, all those little kernels start to just pop off and it's like pop, 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 pop all over the place. The bag is expanding. What was always happening underneath the surface that couldn't be seen is now coming to fruition. The popcorn is coming to fruition. This is very dramatic. But anyway, I don't think it takes a rocket scientist to figure out the parallel between what we do in our businesses and in our lives and in our fitness and in anything that we set out to do, there is a time period of days, weeks, months, even years, that sometimes the work that we're putting in, the energy that we're putting in, isn't producing an immediate result, but we have to trust in the process that it's all adding up in our favor and that it will lead to results. The problem is our minds can't handle not getting that instant gratification, not seeing that a result is going to happen, that you will make income and impact, that it's all going to come together eventually. And for some people, it takes longer than others because there's so many factors. We're not all cookie cutter business owners. We don't all have cookie cutter fitness backgrounds. There's so many differences and variances in us as individuals that you really do have to just work your plan, keep your blinders on and continue doing that until you see the result. So I wanted to share with you that the last few months have been lower months, have been been months where I'm like, hmm, okay, got a kind of budget here. This is not what I was planning on. I didn't really save accordingly to make sure that, you know, lower months were covered. And that's been a learning experience as well. This is just not something that I'd ever experienced before. But I'll tell you in the last week, alone, probably been a buildup of two weeks, but over the last couple of weeks, because I've continued to show up and not quit. And if I had a low launch right into the next one, how can I serve? How can I help? What's next? Let's go. Knowing my purpose, knowing my why and continuing to move forward, trusting that my popcorn would pop off. And this is part of the process and part of being an entrepreneur. In this last week alone, I've closed probably by the time you hear this over $10,000 in sales. And only one of those sales so far is from the current launch, which is on, we're on day two right now. So that's the start of the month. That's going into a launch, which I'm so thankful for. And I say that not to be like, oh, yay, a 10K week or whatever, which is phenomenal. But I say that to show you the example that I knew that was going to happen eventually. So I did not quit. And so if you're in a place right now where you don't quite yet trust that process, I really want you to lean into that and think of a time in your life where you did keep pushing through and the results came later. The results came months, weeks, or even years after the work that you put in, but because of the work that you put in. And I promise you it is the same with business. I have a lot of clients and they'll have one launch or work with one company for a couple of months and they're like, ah, it didn't work. 
It didn't work yet. It's an endless process of learning and growing and failing forward. And the more quickly you can fail forward and recover from failures and know that in fact, it wasn't a failure. It was a learning experience that's going to later tee you up for even more success if you grow through it, it's like flexing a muscle. And I just wanted to tell you what I've been experiencing lately because I knew it would happen. And I want that for you too. I want you to have that unstoppable confidence in knowing that it's all adding up for you. If you are grounded in your purpose and you know that you are supposed to be doing the work that you're doing and you will make it happen. You will continue to show up. It will happen. It always does. And whether that is finding your soulmates, whether that is growing your booty in the gym, whether that is decreasing your mile time, whether that is getting the promotion at work, whether that is having your first 20, 30, 40, 50, 100K month, whatever it is, the way that you get there is by putting in the work consistently and not stopping. And so now let's talk about the difference between hustle and grind and this starting and stopping thing that might be causing you to not get anywhere. Total rookie mistake. I realized I didn't have my headphones on and now I have them on. So we shall see when I go back to edit this, if it sounds any different from your end, but it sounds a lot better from my end when I have the headphones on. And side note, Before I talk to you about starting and stopping in the sense of business, I need to talk to you about Orange Theory Fitness and the way that that works because the way that I frame this thought or how I've been thinking of it lately anyway is really based around heart rate training and Orange Theory Fitness and thoughts that I have there that always seem to transfer to life and business. And so I'm going to tell you about Orange Theory and I promise, please stick with me because it will come back around to be applicable. Even if you're like, who cares, you weirdo, groupy Orange Theory person? Yes, I am. I'm proud of it. But here we go. Orange Theory divides the portions of your workout or ideally you're supposed to have the portions of your workout into three different categories and they're signified by green, orange, and red. So the green zone is called your base. So that's going to be a pace, whether you're running, rowing, or doing body weight or weight work. It's a pace that you could sustain for 20 minutes or longer. So it's challenging, but doable. If you know, you know, but you could keep on going indefinitely, but this is like your cruise pace. Okay, so you can breathe, you can probably speak a few sentences if you wanted to. This this should be where you can catch your breath even after you're running or rowing or working harder. You can come back to this base. Then the orange zone is called push pace. So this is where you get your heart rate up, you are breathing heavy, it's definitely challenging. You're pushing yourself, but this is meant to be a shorter duration. This is not a pace that you would sustain indefinitely or go for really long stretches of time, but it's a place where you are going to get major results if you can hold on to that pace for a set amount of time, even though it's a little more uncomfortable and you execute on what the coach is asking you to do. So we've got green zone, base, orange zone, push pace. And then lastly, there's the red zone, all out. And this is always the shortest interval of the workout 
There's not a ton of them. They're interspersed. This is not going to be the whole time. You are not working at your maxed out capacity for longer than 30 seconds to maybe a minute every once in a while. It's like your final push. So those are the three zones. And the thing that I've noticed for myself, for sure, and for a lot of people, they do so much better going into either a push pace or definitely into an all out sprint, starting from that base pace. And it kind of doesn't make sense because after you sprint, you think, oh my gosh, you see that red zone and your heart rate is up and you think, oh my gosh, the last thing I wanna do is run into my next all out. That doesn't really make sense in your mind. But then if you try both versions, so starting from a dead stop on the treadmill or even a walk to maxing out, turning over your legs and your heart rate, that's really freaking hard and uncomfortable to do. But what I've found for my body and what feels best is to go from my base pace into a sprint, my base pace into an all out, even if we're given the option to walk or rest and recover. It's so much easier than starting from a stop to increase your pace. And again, I know you're a very smart woman. You are not sitting there thinking, oh, how could that possibly apply to my business? I'm sure you know, but I'm gonna bring it home for you. This is what we do all the time though in business. I'm speaking of a place of I've done it and it's painful to stop building your business, to take a lot of time off and then try to hit it hard and it's painful. You're not getting the results that you would be getting if you maintain consistency, you maintained a base pace and then jogged into a launch you're gonna get way better results than you would if you go from a dead stop or a walk into a launch. You're definitely going to get two completely different results. But what I see a lot and what I've experienced and I haven't been doing lately, and that's going back to that popcorn analogy and what I'm experiencing is I see a lot of my clients or women that I would love to work with starting and stopping and starting and stopping and they're not getting anywhere. They have the ability to get anywhere that they freaking want if they would continue moving, maintaining a base pace, at least walking, continuing to move and show up and build their brand throughout different seasons. And then when they're in a place to scale and escalate, they're not starting from a dead stop. And I wanna give the caveat, I know there are mental health things that are in place for some people, and I am not speaking to that person. I know that's a completely different story, okay? But if you're not dealing with something that is literally stopping you and your brain from moving forward, and I completely trust me, I completely understand and have had to deal with that myself. I'm not talking to you, but you know I'm talking to you if you're someone who starts and stops a lot and you can never seem to move the needle. You can never seem to get past this threshold to your next level. It could be because you're starting and stopping. And I think sometimes we feel like if we're not going full out, if we're not doing a 30-day run, a 60-day run, a 90-day run, then we're not working our business. What we're doing isn't growing our message. It isn't growing our brand, our influence, impact, and income. But that's simply not true. The best thing that you can do to create all of the above to create success is consistency. 
I promise you that I've seen it from both sides, from being inconsistent and being consistent. And I promise you, if you have the best dialed in aligned brand and you're not consistent, it doesn't mean anything. If you're a leader, you need to show up and lead. If you're in business, you need to be open for business. Maybe you're not having the number one sale of the year and it's Black Friday every day and you're just on fire. Maybe that's not the case, but you show up for work on your work days. Not to say that we don't rest, not to say that we don't take care of ourselves, but posting on social media one time on a day when you can't do anything else, taking 10 minutes, five minutes out of your day, that is doable. And I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves to just do the minimum, but keep doing something versus stopping. Because one day can turn into two days, two days can turn into three days, three days turns into a week and a week turns into three months. And you're like, why did I... Why did I let go of my momentum? This is going to be so freaking hard to get started again. And no one's even going to be listening. Correct. You have to earn back that attention and you absolutely can. You can build back momentum. But if you want to really move forward, I challenge you to challenge yourself. Show up for a year. Base pace, push pace, all out maybe even. Somewhere in that category on your work days for a year. See where you get. I cannot see a reason if you have a business plan and you have a strategy that's proven and you're working that, that your business would not grow exponentially if you gave that to yourself. Ironically, but maybe not so much, I actually had to stop recording that episode and stop the flow of thought to go and pick up Taylor, which of course I did. There was no other option. However, now that I'm sitting back down to my desk some hours later to finish recording, I'm noticing, not surprisingly, that, man, it would have been so much more efficient to just continue the flow of thought for the next 10 to 15 minutes earlier if I'd had the time versus stopping, losing that train of thought, losing some of the thoughts that I'll probably never quite get back and then starting back into it, which is exactly what we're talking about today. The one thing that I did think about in that stop and pause, which can be useful, is that I had already gone on and on for a good 20 minutes or so, and I still have a bunch of other thoughts that are related, but also could be a separate episode, and so I think I'm going to save those for next week. So I'm going to take a few minutes to give you some wrap up and closing thoughts regarding starting and stopping, regarding perseverance, regarding pursuing your dreams and not quitting before your results start to pop off. Firstly, I want to make sure that it's not an issue of alignment or rather an issue of misalignment in your brand in the way that you're building your business, in your business model, in your business plan, because it can also be really tempting to stop doing something that we aren't enjoying. Now, even if your brand and your business is totally aligned, there are going to be things that you have to do that aren't necessarily fun. And you can outsource all you want, but there's still going to be parts of any job or any business that aren't your 
favorite part that are required. But if there are key elements that just don't feel like you, that don't feel an integrity, that don't feel flowy or fun, and there's enough of that, it really might be an issue, not so much of the stopping and the starting and sort of that disciplinary habitual type of pattern, but it could be more your brain is not wanting to do something that it feels uncomfortable doing. And so I see that a lot of times as well. And so maybe that resonates more with you where something is amiss and no matter how much you try to keep going, you keep stopping because it just doesn't feel good. And if that's you, I would encourage you to really take a look at what isn't working and how can you make a pivot, a brave pivot, even if it's hard, because starting over and starting from alignment and experience is far better than continuing to hustle and grind and build something that feels off. Trust me, I know. Life, business, and love. Shameless plug, if it has anything to do with your brand or business, make sure to check out align your brand, which is the course that you need to take. If you do not have your personal brand dialed in, whether you're beginning in building a personal brand online or whether you want to start over or rebrand in alignment and have a business that just feels really good and one that you're obsessed with that you don't want to stop building. The goal is for you to wake up in the morning, most mornings, and be excited that you get to do the work that you get to do. And I know that sounds pie in the sky, but it's not, but it does take intentionality. It does take making changes all along the way and readjustments, not necessarily big changes sometimes, but keeping yourself in alignment with the way that you're growing as a person, with the way that the economy is changing, with the way that the internet's changing, with the way that your desires are changing, with the way that God is prompting you. There's so many different reasons why you may need to realign. So if that's you, I will leave a link in the show notes, but you can always go to my site, elevatedwithashley.com, and it's just forward slash align. It's self-paced. It's exactly what I take my one-on-one clients through no matter what, because it's so important and so valuable. And it's the same thing that I've done every single time I pivot and I recheck in with myself on those all the time as a practice of self-leadership. And so I'd love for you to have that as well. But moving on, I want you to envision where you could be in your business. Or if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I'm killing it. I'm doing great at being so consistent, but maybe it's an area of life like your fitness. Maybe it's an area of life like your relationship, your marriage, or the one that you would desire, or a friendship, or your parenting, whatever area it might be. Take some time and visualize and write it down. This is even more powerful if you could write down what you envision in a year. So it's the end of 2023 or whichever year you're listening to this in. It's the end of the year. It's December 31st. Think about the person that you are and the results that you would have if you stayed consistent. Oh my goodness. Write it down. What would you be feeling What would your bank account look like? How would you feel about showing up and keeping promises to yourself, having that loyalty to yourself? Maybe you always show up for other people, but not consistently for yourself. What if you did that for you? How would you feel? How would that impact your family? How would that impact your relationships? What would you look like? How would you be dressing? Who would you be working with? 
What would your audience size be? Think about all the possibilities if you showed up and were consistent with your plan, whatever that plan is. And if you don't have a plan, you need to get a plan. No willy nilly over here. And then lastly, I wanted to speak to the woman who may be going through a hard time, whether it's something that's a mental health issue or something that's temporary. Uh, maybe you've experienced trauma. Maybe you're in a period of time you've experienced loss or you're experiencing grief or there's something that is just bringing, I hate to say bringing your vibe down, but you know the feeling when you just don't feel like showing up. I have a whole episode on this, how to show up in a season when you don't feel like it. And I really encourage you to go back and listen to it. In fact, I'll link it in the show notes, just scroll down and I'll link that one for you because there have definitely been times in my life. In fact, when I launched my coaching business, it was the lowest point of my life. At that point, I actually had started taking an anti-anxiety medication for anxiety and something else that was going on. And even with that, and even with the support of my parents, literally living in the house with me and helping with Taylor, I just had the toughest time showing up. And for the first part of that time period, I would sit in front of the computer and beat myself up because I couldn't get my executive functioning to work. But I felt like I just had to keep trying and pushing myself to do something. And I would sit literally in front of the computer dorking around a little bit, but I wasn't really doing anything, but feeling like somehow that was going to be helpful. What really changed was giving myself grace and allowing myself to do what felt good when it felt good in that time period, but always something, a little something, not what I was used to doing or producing, especially when at the time I was majorly producing in all the areas, social selling, all the things, I was doing that in a very different state of nervous system. And as that changes, talk about pivoting your strategies, pivoting your business model, pivoting your expectations for yourself and giving yourself the space to recover, the space to take what you need as far as self-care, time, rest, taking care of your mental health. There are ways to continue showing up. And I tell you some of those personal details because I get it. I really do. But I bet you there are other things that you've been consistent in. And maybe it's not your business. And so one thing that I would challenge you to do is if there are areas in which you're consistent and it's not your business, think about what are the elements that are in place for those other areas that help you to be consistent. So maybe it's, I was talking to a friend of mine who has completed 75 hard two times. That's so much discipline. And a lot of people cannot stick with that. They don't even want to start that, let alone complete it, but she has. And so like, what are those elements that are in place? Is it the structure? Is it the, and what is it about the structure? And really analyze that journal about it, think about it. And then how can you apply that at this point in your life? If you're going through a tough time to help you have some discipline around not even discipline, some structure around your business that will help you to show up more consistently, even in a time when it's pretty tough to. And that might take some changing. That might take some, maybe if you were doing a bunch of reels with your face and talking, maybe that's doing five reels a week, but they're quotes 
set to a video off of Canva as the background with music. And that's what you can do. But that's the way that you're showing up. If it makes you uncomfortable to show up and do live video, or it makes you uncomfortable to share a certain way, change your strategy, continue to provide value, continue to get your message and your brand out there. Just pivot a little bit to how you feel comfortable. For me, I had to go completely into a private Facebook group for a long time. And as it turns out, that's still where I love to show up because guess what? That group was my home base, my safe space in building my business for so long that now, even though I'm not in a place where I feel like I need to be private, that's where I love to go. And that's Elevate Academy. If you're not in there, we welcome you. If you're a female entrepreneur building a personal brand and business, you are always welcome. So I guess my message overall, it's a little bit of tough love, but it's give yourself some discipline, but also give yourself grace. And it's a beautiful thing when you learn to know the difference within your own self. And this is part of self-leadership knowing, Hey, am I going through some mental health stuff right now? Am I going through something that really I need to focus? focus on that and figure out a way where I can still continue to show up in a different way or do I really need to stop and you'll know when that is but for the woman who is frustrated by the starting and stopping no matter what season of life discipline is really truly freedom discipline is freedom having a business plan, working that plan, knowing when and where you're going to show up and what you're going to be posting. That makes all the difference in helping you to develop that habit of discipline that really does bring freedom. And sometimes we think of discipline as restrictive, but it never is. It leads to all the things that we want, all the results that we want that give us that freedom, that mental freedom, that physical freedom, that financial freedom, all the freedoms. And so I challenge you to find a structure that can give you that discipline and that you can work within. Find a business model, a business plan and work it every day. And hopefully it's something that gets you really excited because the things that we're excited about and the things that we love and that feel good, we're way more likely to do and we're way more likely to do even if we have to slow down to that base pace versus a push pace, which you should do. I hope this was helpful. If you are looking for support, you can always reach out to me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer. You can also always check out programs that are available for you at elevatedwithashley.com forward slash courses. And then of course, if you are looking to replicate the business model that I have, we are currently enrolling for Social Seller to CEO Academy 3.0. It's gonna be fire. It's a 12 week program where I teach you how to build out the exact framework for marketing and sales that I have. You can check that out at socialsellertoceoacademy.com. All right, that's all I have for today. Until next week, cheers to your impact. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many women in business online as possible to build strong, powerful, aligned, and profitable personal brands. The best way to show you appreciate this content is to screenshot and share on your social media or share with your team. Actually, even better would be to also leave a review for the podcast on whichever platform you're listening on. If you are looking for any additional support, you can always reach me via email at help 
hello at elevatedwithashley.com. You can DM me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer or join us in the free Elevate Academy for brand building, maverick marketers, and mompreneurs Facebook community. Can't wait to chat with you next week.